with our background and with the you know emerging five six years ago the 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 need for standardized testing for um, in the hemp world um, it, it we uh, pushed us to develop a method that um, it, it has to go through a whole validation and um, the entire process of AOAC. IHEMP Michigan is a member-based organization backing hemp farmers, seed cultivators, processors, manufacturers, and hemp businesses statewide. Our members are engaged in defining the path to success of industrial hemp from seed to sale and beyond. We are committed to empowering hemp farmers, fueling industry leaders, and educating consumers to ensure hemp flourishes in the Midwest. Our focus is influencing responsible and fair regulation, providing grower education, and enabling full access to the evolving marketplace. IHEMP Michigan advocates for wellness in people and the planet through hemp, and it begins with the farmer. Now, on to our show. Uh, it was my pleasure to uh, to meet Vanessa earlier this year with Eurofins and um, seen her around a number of times. And she's uh, she's a busy lady. Um, uh, I don't know how many, but you got to have a lot of frequent flyer miles. That's for sure the way you're doing it. And, uh, Grace around gonna, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about your uh, your marathon thing here in a little bit, too. But we'll save that for near the end of the show. And uh, Grace is going to join us, too. So, um, again, we're thank you for joining us uh, and, and ending our, our year on such a high note. Uh, we really appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy schedules to, to join us, too. So, so Vanessa, Grace, I don't know, I don't know who wants to go first, but I'm going to let you talk a little bit about yourself and uh, how. Tell it's us always about your offense and and how you fit yeah. in the hemp space. Yeah, um, sounds great, uh, Grace. I'll go ahead and start. Uh, so my name is Vanessa Snyder. I am the business development director for Hemp and Botanicals at Eurofins, and um, I've actually been with the company for about ten and a half years now. Uh, believe it or not, I actually started with the company straight out of college so I studied studied dietetics at the University of Wisconsin-Madison decided to do a spring break internship in the lab and it turned into a job and I've loved it so much um, that they can't get rid of me I guess (laughs) so primarily my role right now includes um, helping our clients and prospective clients set up their testing programs really just making sure that that, um, you know, their products are meeting specs, um, they have quality products, um, pretty much to just protect their brand and their customers. Um, So I do travel quite a bit, as Blaine mentioned. Um, I I cover uh, our accounts nationally. Um, We do have labs um, throughout the U.S., but our main um, hub for hemp testing is in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, and I'll let Grace introduce herself, and then I think we can go into a little bit more about what Eurofins does. Well, thank you, um, Vanessa. And um, my name is Grace Bandong, and I have been with Eurofins well through several acquisitions along the, the way for a total of about 27 years now. And um, since for all this time, I've been um, I'm currently the um, the business unit um, lead for the contaminants for Madison, which is um, 
which is currently the center of excellence for heavy metals. And it's also the hub for all contaminants testing. And we cover, we go from infant formula, dietary supplements, and we are also the center of excellence for hemp. And um, so my background has been, I was in the food world and always has been, have been involved with pesticides, pesticide testing, pesticide method development, and um, other contaminants, if you will, Prop 65 being from, um, we started, I started in a lab in California that was eventually acquired by Covance and then Eurofins. So I have been in this world of analytical testing for close to 30 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Grace, where are you located at then? Are you in California? Are you in Wisconsin? Or I am currently in Madison, Wisconsin, and don't ask me why I moved from San Francisco to Madison. <laughs> it's for the weather, right? You like you like oh, the weather. I love the weather. Mm -hmm. yeah, I can I can give you a couple good reasons, but you know it's interesting, that's for sure. Yeah. Are you a big fan of cheese? I'm not sure. Is it cheese, maybe, or not? It could be the cheese. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the lab. We have a beautiful lab in Madison. It's brand new. In fact, we just moved in there in January this year. So, I mean, hemp is one aspect of what you guys do a little bit. Talk more about, you talked a little bit about the food. So what other products are you testing then? How big is your um, range? Uh, well, we are, um, Madison itself is a center of excellence for infant formula. So anything to do with infant, infant formula, formula, we could do that. We can even do THC and in infant formula because I, I think there are other countries um, in Asia that believe it or not, require um, testing for THC at very low levels in, in some infant powder. So we cover yeah. that method too. And then um, we are big on dietary supplements. Um, okay. Anything testing for uh, diet, um, what you want in your dietary supplements and my world, which is what you don't want in your food or your dietary supplements or your hemp <laughs> or your hemp products. Yeah. That's my world. Yeah. As a whole, Eurofins can pretty much cover all foods, uh, beverages, pet foods, feeds, um, raw materials, botanicals, pretty much anything um, we, we have in scope. Um, as it pertains to hemp, we test soil, you know, plant material, um, anything during production, extracts, isolates, and then finished product matrices as well. What do you do in Michigan? Do you work with folks in Michigan or coming into Michigan or what? Yeah, so we can work with anyone around the U.S. Um, for hemp testing, you know, we do, it, it does have to be hemp derived. Um, but anything from potency, uh, your contaminants, like Grace mentioned, pesticides, mycotoxins, heavy metals, um, and microbiology. Um, and then kind of on the flip side, one thing that I think differentiates us a little bit from some of the other hemp testing labs is we can do the nutritional work as well. Um, so I sit on the board for Hemp Feed Coalition and Eurofins partners with them to do do the nutritional testing to build out the database for the hemp seed and hemp seed byproducts. So, you know, testing your fatty acids, amino acids, um, different vitamins and minerals, things like that. So kind of a broad spectrum <laughs> that we cover. 
So we don't have the final figures yet in Michigan, although we will. We know that earlier this year that they tested, when they were testing some of the samples, some of them went hot. Um, are you, uh, I'm assuming you do that as well. Do you know percentage-wise how many samples may come in or maybe you guys have tested hot in different states or anything or not? That, I don't know if we know um, offhand. I mean, we can test, obviously, we test for plant material that may be hot or extracts that may be hot. Um, it doesn't happen too frequently, um, but I don't know, Grace, I don't think we have a set number on that. Definitely not by state. <laughs> Well, we haven't pulled it. We haven't pulled out the information by state. Um, I, 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 we looked. We could certainly look in our database, but overall, um, just in general across the nation, the um, the hot samples coming in is is pretty low. I way less than ten percent. Way less than ten percent. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Eurofins, you know, $5.4 billion in sales, 55,000 employees, and you're in 50 countries. So how how did, who was in behind getting Eurofins involved in hemp? Because you don't see this scale of a company, international corporation, jumping into a risky business like this. How'd this happen? It was a battle. <laughs> Vanessa was one of the prime person, and then her predecessor, the the the, the BDD before her. You, I'm sure you all know Marielle Weintraub. Oh yes, of course. Yes, yeah. she, she she called one of our uh, method developers and um, and and said we needed to develop a method for potency, and then contacted me and. It, uh, need you to help me with the contaminants and the pesticide side and all this stuff. So that's pretty much how it all started. Well, you know, um, I, I really think it, sorry, Dave, <laughs> I was going to say, I really think it stemmed from, you know, clients in the space really wanting a longstanding reputable lab, you know, high quality um, that they can trust. And that's kind of what spurred everything and spurred Marielle and Grace to start working on um, getting those methods developed. How long have you guys been in hemp? And the method that we initially de developed was AOAC's method of the year this in 2021 for uh, potency. What was that organization? Um, AOAC. AOAC. And what's that stand for? Um, loosely, um, it's just really AOAC now, but it used to be, it's the Association of Analytical Chemists. Okay. Um, so, and it's, um, AOAC sets a lot of the standards for methods, um, especially in the um, nutritional side. And then for, um, for the contaminant side, they usually set um, standards for the, um, the minimum requirements for the performance of a testing method. That's what um, AOAC. So um, with our background and with the, you know, emerging five, six years ago, the, the, the need for standardized testing for um, in the hemp world, um, it, it, we uh, pushed us to develop a method that um, it, it has to go through 
whole validation and um, the entire process of AOAC. So do you do anything on the cannabis side as well, too, or just the hemp side? In the U.S., just hemp, um, but we have a lab in Canada that deals on the cannabis side. And you said you do heavy metals. So are you seeing many problems with heavy metals in the hemp that you're testing? Um, Yes, I would have to say we see more heavy metals um, than um, pesticides, although the levels that we see are um, it's not really a big problem. When, when they are a problem, they're a big problem. When you see them above the action levels, they're way above the action levels, or otherwise they sit. And um, the action levels are, are pretty high because um, compared to what we normally work with in the um, food and in the infant formula world, we're in the parts per million for them because it's a, it's a dry plant material. But mm-hmm. um, that's what we normally see because it does really is a, it's being a phytoremediator. Uh, it does absorb the heavy metals. And we did a test um, in the in North Carolina some some. Um, areas in North Carolina about the uptake of pesticides and the uptake of heavy metals. And we did see the uptake in, into the final um, dry plant material. Hmm. It'll be interesting. We have a project that may be happening up in the UP um, and they're going to be planting on ground that has been mined for many, many years and been used to put the spent from the mines on it. So it'll be interesting to see. And we may need to maybe have some testing of you guys to see that what that does, because that's the whole idea of what they're doing up there. They're trying to remediate that ground. So they're actually trying to pull that stuff out of the ground. So Chris loves putting together posters. And that, loves really looking at data. <laughs> and that would be in the, um, yes, and um, especially in our Madison lab, which is this, the Center for Excellence for Heavy Metals. We do um, uh, between eight, 800 to 1,000 samples um, on our busy days or on a regular days, about 500 to 700 samples wow. for, for heavy metals. Oh, how big is your lab? How many square foot? To, and for how many folks are in there to accommodate all that? Um, we have 108,000 linear square, linear square foot. Wow. Um, I think that's about the number. And there's about um, 300 to 350 um, analysts, um, well, personnel in there, including our support, but most bulk about 200 plus, um, analytical chemists that work wow. in there. And, um, if you guys have a chance to stop by our Madison lab, one, one of our rooms alone has about 129 HPLCs. Wow. And for our heavy metals, we have, I think we have about eight, Eight ICP mass specs, MSMS. Mm-hmm. So, is Eurofins a um, a U.S. company or is it a European company? Our owner is French. Okay, uh. <laughs> and that's what um, Eurofins. Um, you know, a little bit of tidbit about Eurofins. That the name Eurofins, um, Euro stands for Europe, and mm-hmm. Sniff, and and Fins is the is backwards of Sniff as an IF, which is mm-hmm. how um, the lab started a long time ago in 
for in authenticity. That's too many. It's a long word. Um, In wine. And that's the instrument, the sniff instrument. So that's Uh, where you're fit. So that's how it came up. I was going to ask you that question. So thanks for getting to that one. Yeah. It's not a European swim team. (laughs) (laughs) So the lab itself, way back in the beginning, started testing what? Uh, What were they doing in the beginning? In the very beginning, in 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 the lab in France, is was wine authenticity in wine, and that was the the instrument sniff, and then it just started growing and growing. And with I think our motto for the Europeans' uh, motto is um, mantra is testing for life. So we do um, you know for for better health and for better quality of um, food and basically food safety that we um, we usually play in. And Vanessa can say more I was, about that. <laughs> yeah. I'll talk about well, that. I was just going <laughs> to add, um, the lab in Madison actually started, gosh, is it eight, like 85 years ago now, Grace? 85 years oh, or so? with uh, as a spinoff of the Wisconsin Alumni Research Foundation um, with the discovery of vitamin D testing in milk. So that's where the Madison lab got its start, um, you know, and really started in the nutritional um, chemistry testing of food and kind of built out from there. Well, you guys can really test any kind of plant material. So you said soil as well. Um, can, do you do you do liquids as well, like oils and things like that as well too? Yep, we do. Yeah, for the most part, we can handle um, majority of matrices. Um, if we do get matrices, we haven't validated yet. Our lab works with um, you know companies to do feasibility studies and or method validation to ensure that the method um, you know is appropriate for that matrix. As you get into finished products, obviously you can get some really tricky ones with you know the, the topicals and the bath bombs and things like that. I think we even validated. Um, our potency method on pantyhose at one point. So all sorts of, all sorts of things can be tested. Well, that's interesting. I didn't ever think I'd have to have that tested, but I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Does, yeah. Wow. Do those wearables even work? I mean, can you get enough absorption through the skin? I never really understood that. You, you know, I'm not sure if they've actually tested that part of it. Um, we kind of just test what's on the material itself. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure how the technology would work. I've seen those uh, wraps, you know, like an athletic wrap, I forget what they're called. And I think that makes some sense. But, uh, man, I just don't see you getting that much, you know, but I'm not a scientist. <laughs> You've been in this a little while then uh, things. And of course, you know, we know that CBD is going through, uh, you know, growth phase right now, obviously. And um, what are you seeing, um, I guess, over the last few years from your side of things on, on, on the CBD side? Yeah, um, so we've definitely seen um, an influx with the minor cannabinoids, you know, the CBGs, CBNs. Um, we get a lot of questions about testing for Delta 8. Obviously, we know that's been a hot topic, probably talked to death. I know you've talked about it quite a bit on the podcast here. Um, topicals are definitely becoming really popular. Um And we're starting to get more into um, the OTC space as well. So our laboratory um, 
can run OTC products to be compliant with pharma GMPs. Um, so we're starting to see that. Um, and then, of course, and this could just be my involvement with Hemp Feed Coalition, but seeing a little more interest on the fiber side of things and, and applications on more of the industrial side. So, yeah, it's definitely been changing. Um, CBD um, is definitely not where it was in 2019, but um, we're still seeing new products come out. Now, part of what you offer on your services is materials and engineering. Have Do you have anybody working on uh, hempcrete or insulation, any of those industrial products? Um, so not at our laboratory. I know we do have a materials lab. I think they work a lot with, like, textiles. Um, and I know they've had some questions about hemp, like testing tinsel strength and things like that. But I'm not sure if we've been approached yet for testing hempcrete or any of the other materials. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any uh, physical locations in Michigan or if somebody wants to work with you, do they send samples to you in Wisconsin or how does that all play out? Yeah, so in terms of hemp testing, it would be sent to Wisconsin. Um, we have our DEA license. Um, um, so, yeah, pretty much anyone from, I mean, we get samples from all over the U.S., from different countries, um, all sent to the Madison lab. So are you able, for, for Wisconsin growers then, um, are you able to do the testing for certification purposes as well, or has that got to be done by the state? So that is, in terms of like sampling and things like that, we do not currently do that. Um, if a client wants or a company wants or a grower wants to send us uh, biomass or plant material, we can certainly test it for the potency and contaminants, um, but we don't actually do any of the certifying. Now, Wisconsin's under USDA now. They don't even have a state program. Is that correct? I think that just changed. Uh, this year, if I'm yeah, that was real correct. recent. Yeah. yeah, so maybe yep. it's winding down. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was wondering because she said their DEA, their DEA, their DEA approved lab. So I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, if Wisconsin's turning it over to USDA, then you know maybe they they can use um, Eurofins then to be for the compliance end of it, maybe because I see they backed off a little bit on that too because there's not a lot of DEA approved labs yet. So yeah, now in Michigan, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, in Michigan, we've got to send, still got everything through our lab at Lancet, Geekly Lab there. So, yeah. so, you know, a company like Eurofins, it seems like you would have uh, someone at the FDA, you could knock on the door and say, hey, buddy, come on, let's get things moving, will you? Can, can you do something? We wish. <laughs> <laughs> well, you must have a few lobbyists, though, at D.C., though, right? I would imagine. Um, not, well, that would be the round, the hemp round table ah, <laughs> that, that okay. has all the lobbyists. Um, yeah. we are, our lab, uh, where we lobby is for methods and for, um, good standardized methods and all that stuff. And usually the forum for that is AOAC. Ah. Are you seeing beverages and, uh, gummies and other types of edibles coming through the lab? Lots. Oh, yes. Mm. <laughs> a lot of it. Um, and, and that's one of those standards, right? You know, as that market matures. So the standard- Sorry, Dave, what was the 
that, that that's where you really need those testing standards on those products. It's a whole emerging product you know, category. You know that's you know CBD infused beverages or gummies or you know all the different you know, edible type products. You know, I, people are jumping into that market already. And yeah. I, I've got to believe you're seeing a lot of that. So you're, so you're working on developing those types of methodologies and standards, I take it. Um, yeah, for the for the gummies and the beverages and um, I think for some for the potency, we have validated those matrices already just because they're so popular. And um, there was a, um, and um, we love beverages because they're kind of easy. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you is have that to a do confession, the- Grace, or what is that? Uh, I'm not sure, you know. So they get like because when you're dealing with a dried hemp material, that is one of the um, hemp is one of the most uh, complex matrices to work with, and that's why the pesticide testing has been an issue, especially with the. Um, uh, with Colorado coming out with the requirements that are super, um, super low um, LOQs, um, limit of quantitations that they're requiring them to meet um, uh, for certification for testing in Colorado. So it would be a little harder. Uh, uh, one of the major banks I was trying to get a bank account with wanted to know how much THC is in my Frisbee. <laughs> have Frisbee. So that'd be a little harder to do. They're not edibles, but I mean, what the heck, right? So, yeah. And, uh, no, but Grace, um, she had mentioned the Colorado certification and how difficult the pesticides were. And I'm surprised she didn't give a little shameless plug because um, we do call her the contaminants queen. But uh, Eurofins was actually the first uh, laboratory to meet those stringent requirements. So, uh, applause for grace and her team for mm. achieving that <laughs> well we, we we had to pull the um when it, when, it, when it first came out um everybody was saying that it's not possible but the one thing that we had was we do testing for pesticides for infant formula and infant formula has one of it, like it is for infants and for 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 babies their um requirements for contaminants is usually 10 times if not more um, lower than um, than um, average, so we already had that method developed, and we just added a few compounds. So that was exciting for us to be able to offer that to you know to it elevates the um, the level that we do testing and the quality of testing that we we can do for the hemp industry. Excellent. So, so Vanessa, you talked a little bit about the uh, USM Feed Coalition. So maybe you can give a little background on that to everybody where we're at. I'm excited to see that happen because, um, you know, when we finally get approval to use this for livestock feed, it's going to change the whole face of farming for a lot of people. Uh, so where are we at on that? And where do you think we're going with that? And I've been trying to supply information along on the test that I've been doing, but um, you know, give us an update if you could. Yeah, absolutely. So um, just so everyone's aware, Hemp Feed Coalition is really striving to get that federal approval for hemp seeds um, as an ingredient, um, I should say hemp seed on the byproducts as an ingredient in animal feed. Um, so it is really exciting. It's a huge market that would give, you know, growers, processors, you know, access to that animal feed market. 
Um, but unfortunately, it's a long road um, to get that federal approval. So um, the requirement is that every ingredient needs, you know, you need to get every ingredient approved and approved for um, that specific animal. So um, we've been testing tons of samples um, to build that build that nutrient database um, to submit that to FDA CBM. Um, and it's kind of a little bit of a back and forth in terms of um, additional information they need or questions they have. Um, but we're hoping to get that first ingredient approved. And I think once the first one's done, they'll just tick off from there. So um, the team has been doing a lot of hard work um, and it's been really exciting, but again, kind of a long, a long road to get there. Um, kind of on the flip side, Montana, um, they're doing it a different pathway. So they got it legalized in their state, which is exciting. But again, Hemp Feed Coalition is pushing to get it federally um, legal. Have you uh, seen any difference between the, the administrations? They had the Republicans and then now we got the Democrats. Are they, Is either side more supportive of uh, getting, like for instance, the animal feed, things like that? Or is it pretty much the same? speak to that exactly um i mean at this point we're dealing directly with fda cbm and have worked with or um talked with afco um so i think it's pretty much just in their hands at this point right now go ahead mike i was just gonna say no politics involved it's just bureaucracy and government right (laughs) well we uh with hemp coalition um you know, we we work on more of the science and the data generation um, and the research um, to move it forward versus, you know, more of the lobbying, other aspects of getting it approved. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Blaine, go ahead. So can you tell us which, um, which animals? I know that we're working with poultry. Where are we with mm-hmm. some of the other animals? Can you tell us an update on that? Um, so we're still in data gathering um, for the others. The uh, first submission is for um, laying hens. And is it the hemp seed that we're working on? I mean, you said each ingredient. So if we're using yep. hemp seed and then like when I make my oil, I have that cake left over. So is that a different set of tests that has to be done for the cake versus the seed? It is. It is. So, yep, we have um, hemp seed cake and meal, uh, pulp, um, hulls, uh, oil, obviously. So each individual ingredient has to go through, you know, the full scope of testing. Multiple lots have to be tested from various regions, varieties. Um, so it's quite a bit of work. So if anyone does have CFAs on any of their materials and are willing to share, Hemp Feed Coalition would love to see your data. I see your offense involved a lot in COVID-19 testing and SARS, and you you guys have a lot going on. Yeah. (laughs) Outside of just food and, yeah, over 800 labs globally. So outside of just food, beverage, supplements, hemp, um, you know, we have labs that support pharma and, of course, COVID-19, developing test kits and everything like that. So, uh, Grace and I cover a very small portion of what the yeah, company quite, does quite as a mobile. 
Yeah. Yep. Do, so, do, I would say the get, most so, fun and the best. <laughs> so, Grace, you're not involved. Any of your testing isn't involved in the COVID stuff, though, right? You're more the food end of things then. Yes, we're in, um, like, uh, uh, nutritional, the nutritional testing and the contaminant side of it. Uh, um, everything that involves dietary supplements, infant formula, and hemp. And so, but we uh, in the U.S., um, the operations in medicine is one, if not the biggest, for all these four markets that we serve. But there are, like I said, 799 more labs <laughs> that do wow. different specialties. Being, being in Madison, then, are you able to tap into the, the college and use some of their um, people, or I guess I should say students and stuff to help out and, and that kind of stuff, too? Do you do that? We do. Um, we um, like last summer. We had about. We had about. I think we had eight or nine, between eight to ten interns from the college, and um, we we constantly do um, career fairs at the universities, the different um, University of Wisconsin universities, and then um, this uh, summer we are. We would love to have about. 20 to 30 interns working with us. And then eventually about, I don't know, um, a percentage of them um, do, like Vanessa, do stay and become um, long-term Eurofence employees. And we sometimes reach out to um, Michigan too, universities over there. Cool. Now, there's a fine agricultural college in Lansing, right, Blaine? I'm sure that they would probably be most happy to supply interns. Absolutely. They would definitely love to do that for sure. But no, no um, s- s- send me um, information about that, and we would love to reach out with them, to them. Yeah, Michigan it's, State. It's really difficult what a, what to the- get um, – st- uh, it's really difficult – um, labor, as you probably all know, the labor market right now is like major challenge. And um, so we were the universities is a, the universities and technical colleges are really good um, places to find um, um, good candidates to work for a lab, especially for a lab like ours. Yes, uh, the labor market is very interesting right now for a lot of businesses. That's for yeah. sure. That's for sure. You know, Vanessa, I've been working with, trying to work with MSU a little bit, and I'm hoping that we're going to make some progress um, this spring and summer on getting them involved with being able to do some testing for the hemp uh, for feed as well. So we hopefully we'll have some good news in that area and be able to to incorporate them into that whole thing. So with absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll look forward to seeing uh, Hemp Feed Coalition be able to attend the expo uh, in May and give us a great update on uh, on what's happening there. Uh, Eurofins will be exhibiting as well. Excellent. I was bummed. I was a little bummed it got moved uh, a little longer to be together, but I I will say it will be much better travel <laughs> from Wisconsin <laughs> to Michigan in, in May versus January. Never know what you can get. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah, it will be. It, it It'll will, be nice. Will... I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. We're looking forward to it too, and I think uh, yeah, just with a things out right now. 
It's crazy when you hear all the reports in the track right now. I'm glad I'm not traveling anywhere. That's for sure, especially in the airlines with right now. So with that. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. Let's talk about the go. Let's go back to the feed coalition for a minute. So if people want to get an update on what that's going on, you can go to www. or just do a, t- t- a search for hemp feed coalition. Um, yeah. There's a lot of great information there on that site. Um, if anybody's listening and they want to be involved in some testing, um, we certainly would encourage that. Um, we need to make sure that um, we have a good valid program so that when the results of that testing go in, that they're acceptable for USDA. Um, so again, if anybody's interested in that, uh, we'd certainly like to do that. You can, you can use the feed right now in your own animals. So if you're feeding your own chickens or your own livestock or um, that kind of thing, you can do that on your own for your own animals. Um, but going into the marketplace with the animals is where the prohibited is right now because it's just not approved as a supplement. So, so if you eat it, eat what you grow or raise on the farm, that's cool. But you can't like sell it anywhere, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And I, I will add um, to become a member of Hemp Feed Coalition. It's only a hundred dollars. Um, you'll get access to, of course, the resources. Um, If you do become a member, Girofins also offers a discount for Hemp Feed Coalition members on testing, um, you know, as part of incentive for becoming a member and then helping to share that data um, with Hemp Feed Coalition as well. Yes, we're going to need the help to move this forward. That's for sure. Um, It's interesting. I've been following a study that they did in, in Australia last year. They started and they just fed the stalks to the animals right not the grain not anything else and the results that they're getting from feeding this this the stalks to the sheep is just amazing what they're getting out of that um so we know that you know as this goes forward it's just going to be a great uh, a great additive to the feed for sure um i know in poultry so far what i've read and heard so far is um uh just the animals just do better on it uh the gains better on them uh, less mortality um, so when all that stuff gets in, I know that we're always going to have to compete against protein, right? Protein is protein, but when you add these extra benefits in, it's really going to, uh, really going to show it, shine itself. That's for sure. So sure. absolutely. It's highly nutritive. Yeah. Silly that we can eat it, but our animals can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have Dr. Doodle. That's the problem. If we had Dr. Doolittle, we could probably cut half of this stuff out. So, And if they would just accept results from other countries, I think that would help, too. So yeah. um, it sounds like they're kind of hesitant to do that, which is too bad. So, you know. It's so, a battle, Vanessa, but we're fighting it. Yeah, we are. We're fighting the good fight, that's for sure. So and we're going to need more help as we move forward on it. That's, that's definite for sure. Yeah. So Vanessa, I know you're a little bit of a runner. Um, so anything you're go doing? Are you doing anything running fun for the New Year's here or anything? Or are you still uh, well, taking a I, break? I ran um, down in Florida, staying with my dad on the beach. Um, came back to ice and snow, so I have not been running outside here in Wisconsin. Um, maybe that's why I love traveling so much. Then I can get out and run, but nothing scheduled on the books. Um, but definitely need to get another marathon scheduled soon. Trying to hit one in every state. So I still have to do Michigan. <laughs> well, we'll see if we can find one for you in May. There's gotta be someone doing something somewhere. So 
Excellent. I'll, I'll how hold about, you to that. <laughs> okay. How about Grace? Uh, Grace, are you much? Are you a runner or not? No, I I'm not a runner, but I uh, do ballroom. I'm ballroom dancing. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. That's what I like to do. I can't run all those grace. long distance. Oh, sorry. You must have grace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a hemp joke, you know, so, but go ahead. So Dancing with the Stars is probably one of your favorite shows to watch, probably, I assume. That probably. Well, ironically, my dance teacher does not allow me to really spend my time watching Dancing with the Stars. He would rather that I'm in the studio dancing. Oh, mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. But well, soon you'll, you'll, be, very... but you'll be dancing with the stars pretty soon, though, because you're getting so good, right? Sure. <laughs> I just want their costumes. Oh, yeah, the costume. My God. They're, they're, yeah. I've seen some of your costumes, Grace, and they are very nice. <laughs> they do have to sparkle. <laughs> Excellent. Anyway. Well, I hope you have a good partner that you're doing your ballroom dancing with, and I hope you have a good partner for that. So, yeah. Uh, okay, so let's talk about again where people, if they need to, <clears throat> they want to get a hold of Eurofins. How's the best way to do that? Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say um, probably the easiest way is to reach out to me on LinkedIn, uh, Vanessa Snyder. Um, otherwise, you can email me at Vanessa Snyder at EurofinsUS.com. Um, you can always head over to the Eurofins US Foods website. We have tons of resources. We have a whole section for hemp where we um, have things like Grace's posters she talked about with the soil and contaminants. Um, all sorts of news and updates. So a couple places, but yeah, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Where's that information about hemp on the website? So I'll share that. Yeah. Um, I can link, I can send you a link to our resource center. Or you can just hit share all Dave and she can share her screen. Yeah. You can share your screen if you like. Oh yeah. One second here. All right. Do you see the page? We do. Perfect. So this is our EurofinsUS.com. Um, this is our resource center. And if you scroll down to view by industry, oh, okay. you can get to hemp and CBD um, and it'll list all of our information. Here's what we were talking about with the CDPHE. Um, and you can do keyword searches um, and filter by keyword or, um, you know, method, anything like that. Huh. Excellent. Oh, well, we, we can get a fireside chat with Grace. Wow. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, <laughs> what a value there. Yes. All right. The one thing yes, they're lacking, Blaine, though, they don't have a link to your hemp recipe page. 
but they Man. should have on there. It's all these things you can do with hemp, all these great dishes. Blaine will, if you hang around to the end of the show, Blaine will present. I think we're presenting, right? Or not? No, you know, Mike, I'm I'm going to have to say no. We're not going to present one today. Unfortunately, but we're not. But I'll you give a little share. update about that in a minute. So, well, Dave, why don't you share the, the hemp recipe with, with the Grace and, and Vanessa? They might be some really yummy stuff in there they'd like for the holidays, you know? Although they're they're ending shortly here, but send it over. Hemp is good at all times. It is. It certainly is. And there's a lot of a lot of great recipes on there that we've been done throughout this past year, and we'll continue on with next year. Just uh, just with things going on uh, right now, it's just it's kind of hard this week to to get one up to get it going. So, yeah. Exciting stuff. Oh, it's loading. There we go. So yeah, oh, there we go. Oh, oh, that looks good. It's all good. The smoothies are just out of this world. You you need that RSS feed, Vanessa, on your website. To, you know, all these recipes. I think we do. It'll make you hungry. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. I... Recipes. Ooh. Ideas. All sorts of you know, with all the bowl games coming up, there's a couple of really quick, easy uh, um, hemp um, uh, dips to be you can make on there. Um, so those are always a great hit. Oh there's wow! Butter, awesome. And make hemp milk. Um, oh. The honey glazed salmon was just wonderful with that recipe for sure. And the award-winning what hemp balls, Dave? Was that what you won the yeah, award for? We're gonna make it all the way. That's that's been a while. Yeah, I, I did make some. Uh, I had a special request for a Christmas present, so I had to make some recently. Ah. Um, for a buddy of mine. Oh, remember you guys the key are making me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that looks yeah, well, see, you're uh, an hour behind us. So you're going to go out and have dinner now. So, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of us have to watch a football game here just in about a half hour or so. Yes. <laughs> that, that agricultural college we spoke of is playing football tonight. So, yeah. Hemp <laughs> and honey stuff. carrot cake. That looks good. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, uh, and, and then Mike, your favorite team plays uh, tomorrow. So they do, yes, national semifinals. So I guess we're going to do our normal, uh, normal uh, wager of a cigar on this one. Uh, well, we got to do the point spreads and all that. What is the spread? Uh, I don't know what the point spreads are. I'll, I'll check and uh, and we'll uh, you know. Okay. Michigan right. is like a seven and a half point underdog last I looked, but uh, I don't know where states uh, is on their whether they're favored or not so i have some very very yummy uh papa van winkle cigars so you'll love them oh okay All right. if you can get through a whole one i'll be impressed okay I'm, I'm kind of a cohiba guy myself so <clears throat> well ladies right. we really appreciate you joining us on the ihemp hour yeah for Thank last you for having us, having us. yeah i wish yeah, you a happy new year let's make 2022 a good year a big yes, hemp here. That. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hemp, hemp, hooray. Yeah, there we go. You know, again, I'm, I'm excited to where this is going. I was very, uh, um, you know, 3,500 acres of, of fiber this year. It's a great start, it's a start. Um, to get wow. things going. So we know that it's coming. Um, and uh, I don't know how much CBD, of course, we'll have planted this year, but uh, they're still busy. They're still extractors, still doing their work here. There's still people that are making a lot of great products um, from that. Um, 
and there's extractors that are looking for um, for hemp. So if people need to get stuff extracted, I, we, you know, we have a look on the website. We've got a lot of businesses listed there that can be of service to you if you're still looking at how to get your uh, products um, uh, turned into extracted and turned into oil. So, and on sure. the uh, the other, my side of the market, I just saw a stat that showed that cannabis is now the number three cash crop in Michigan behind corn and soybeans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. 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 And I guess there was a little movement on the, uh, on the mold thing. Uh, a lot of that product was able to be put back into the market. So uh, that was good news on that. So yeah, very good news on that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Do you guys test for, I'm assuming Vanessa and Grace, when you guys test uh, products, you also can do for molds and things like that as well too, right? Aspergillus. Yeah, definitely. Yep, aspergillus, yeast mold, um, any of the micro microbial testing, E. coli, Aztec. We got to get you start testing cannabis on my side of the point three. You know, there's a <laughs> huge opportunity here in Michigan for you. Hopefully someday. <laughs> yep. Well, good job getting uh this behemoth of a company to jump into the hemp game. I'm impressed. That's really good. Yeah. We're happy to be here. That's for sure. Yep. Yes. I'm happy to be here. Good methods Clyde, and relevant. Uh, Clyde has a question. Hold on. We've got uh... Clyde. You had a question. Got his he hand raised... up. He raised his hand. Oh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, question for you, uh, for Vanessa, is uh, I just found out about the major expansion of a fish farm down in northern Ohio, my home country, 110,000 metric tons a year of salmon. Uh, that be an opportunity for the population, salmon fish, fishing, feeding, uh, did that was a little. Over? I didn't catch. Yeah, that. I was breaking up. I trouble hearing hear the question. question. Something about a salmon farm in Ohio. Uh, would that be like they want to feed yeah. them hemp or something? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, they potentially put it in in their food. Ah. Yeah, yeah right. they the want same, to feed the, the same yeah, issue. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to do that commercially yet, Clyde. You could eat it I'm, yourself, but you couldn't sell the salmon. Yeah, I'm thinking he's. This is big, Dad. I wonder. Yeah, I, I think it, he's it, talking it, about. It certainly can be very easily, especially the protein side, can be very easily made into cubes or um, certainly added to any fish food that they're making right now. So the so the physical part of adding it to it is not going to be a problem. Um, it's the right now just again the adding of adding it to any feed supplement or feed as a supplement. Uh, again, if the if the fish is going to be sold commercially, we'd still have that problem of yeah, it can't be done. Now they can do the research though, yeah. and certainly yeah. if that's what you're looking at, Clyde, and they want to do some research in that area, wow, that'd be exciting. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I do know there's some other studies going on with uh, the research and. Oh, Clyde was breaking up there. Okay. Well, thanks for the question. Never mind. Thanks. Thanks, folks. All right. 
Well, good. I love that. Audience participation. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well uh, I just want to thank everybody again um, uh, for joining us tonight on, on the last kind of hurrah here for the, for the year. I want to thank all of our sponsors that we've had over the past year to help us keep uh, going and being able to put this information out. Um, we really appreciate that support as well. And it's encouraging when, you know, we get little emails or we attend other places and everybody says, yeah, wow, I really like your shows and what's coming out. And that kind of gives us the encouragement to keep on going with it too. So we appreciate that very much um, for sure. Yeah. So Thanks again for having us and we appreciate yes, the opportunity you. and hopefully there'll be more down the road and hope y'all have a great new year. Yeah. Keep up the yeah, great happy new year, everyone. Happy uh, new celebrate year, everyone. safely though. Don't drink yeah. and drive. Okay. Thanks, Grace. I'll do that, but you <laughs> Thank can. you. Thank you all. <laughs> Right. And Mike, you certainly looked after today. I got. I got. I'm, you're, I'm you're getting the, ready. You know, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna sleep in this and then get up in the morning and roll. You know. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, everybody have a great end of the year. I hope you enjoy it with family. And I want to do a shout out at the end here to. Uh, all of our healthcare workers. Um, I've been uh, experiencing this for the last uh, month uh, going through with my brother and his uh, health situation I'm doing and still helping him. And I got to say, they're just amazing people. Um, the, what they can do under the duress they have uh, is certainly uh, amazing. Um, I'll put in my plug. I have got vaccinated. Um, I know everybody has their choice to make their own, but um, if, 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 you're, if you're if you're on the fence about being vaccinated, please do. Um, our healthcare system can need it. Our healthcare workers can take a break. You need it. Uh, they're overwhelmed. The hospital my brother was in um, was 91% capacity. Wow. The majority of that was COVID. So, hmm. luckily, we were able to get out of there. We both were vaccinated, but luckily, we were able to get out uh, without having any issues. And but they had COVID patients on every floor because they had to put them somewhere. And as a matter of fact, in some rooms, they said um, uh, they had two in a room because they just didn't have room for anything else. So, so let's thank our first responders for everything, and the great effort they're doing to get us through this crisis right now. So, yep, we're we all in this together. All right, everybody. Yeah. We'll see you next so. year. All right. Yeah. Have a great one. Our next show will be uh, with uh, James Decker and Phil. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be talking about the uh, variety trials. Um, so very important. Um, we'll have, and uh, you'll want to hear that, especially if you're trying to still decide on what varieties you're thinking about for next year. And then uh, the show after that uh, is going to be uh, with Heartland talking about their great project they're doing with this uh, 3,500 So, <laughs> All right. See everybody. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the IHEMP Michigan podcast. Have a question, comment, or suggestion? Email dave at ihempmichigan.com.